0: Love, talk Radio.
1: Welcome to another Wide Men Can't Jump Monday Night Roundtable Although I guess it's normally Sunday night so We're doing this Monday after a great WrestleMania weekend uh, Of course as always I'm TD From the great White north We have with us from the bowels Of West Virginia the d Nathan Bush <laughs> Yo and of course, sometimes late but never last, the great TR Shock. We know him better as Tom Robinson.
2: TGTR Shock, that's a first. What's up, yo?
1: How's it going, gentlemen? <laughs> Here's the thing, Tom. I have to say
0: for myself, great, is it, really,
1: is it really a thing? If others call you great, it's probably true. Okay, well, and I did, so it must it has to stick then, right? Um, I'm in a bit of a daze after watching three hours of Monday Night Raw. Um, I don't quite know what to make I, of that special. I have <laughs> I have, I have something
2: to say. I have something to say before we get into all that. Um, I'd like to give thanks to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. No, I, I mean I'm not mocking that. I just felt like throwing that in. Um, I bet, I bet that mine and Tim's opinion of tonight's show differs just because
1: of our age gap from Nate. Oh, I'm going to guarantee you it uh, will. But I at least I, I at least have some logic to why the show was uh, how I why I feel about it, and maybe once we talk about that, it'll make more sense.
2: All right, but, uh, where should we start? Should we start from yeah, yesterday? To, I mean, I wanted to, like, hit some New Orleans stuff that happened outside of the WWE, just in case there's, uh, you know, people who are tired of us fucking poor-assing them with the same main
1: show. Um, uh, but before wherever, we go, wherever before you go guys decide further. to start. Any further. Did all of you see the breaking news from WWE? How breaking uh, Three hours, just when Raw started.
2: Raw breaking? Backsta-
1: that there was a backstage altercation last night at WrestleMania between Mr. Lesnar and Mr. Vince McMahon. Uh,
2: uh, who first?
1: And that uh, Mr. Lesnar threw the belt at Mr. McMahon's head and nearly clocked him, which somehow this story doesn't make sense to me because then, of course, the next morning they're announcing he's Signed a new contract, so some of this doesn't make sense. But I just saw it on the news. So, thoughts? As far as if it's on the internet, it, if it's on the internet, it must be true. It Must be true. Well, yes. There's, there's, there's also that. You know, who knows? The Story could change by tomorrow. But let's see. Is, Is that a Melper article? Is that a Meltler article that you're reading? Uh, no, it wasn't actually. I wouldn't have brought it up if it was <laughs> truthfully
2: in dave's def- in dave's defense I'll go to meltzer uh eight days a week and twice on sunday uh comparatively speaking to uh, uh you know my respectfully to Wade because he's my old buddy and Mike Johnson and uh, Ryan Satin and all those kind of dudes.
1: Okay, yeah, Meltzer, I mean, some of them are Meltzer might not. Dave.
2: Meltzer might be worked and all that shit sometimes or get it slightly off, but by the time, I don't know, say 48 hours, he'll actually get to the bottom of something and put out the correct
1: story. You just have to wait for but anyway. to call in. But anyhow.
0: I'll just say about Dave Meltzer. Um, that's the same guy that reported CM Punk's return for Monday Night Raw in Chicago a few years back. Yeah, he he was definitely wrong. So, <laughs> yeah. not saying he doesn't. Not saying his. Not saying that he purposely reports wrong, but uh, it's one of those things where he knows. I feel like he knows just a little bit more than the than a normal internet fan, but you know, I just I quit reading the dirt sheets. Wrestling's more fun without them. I I,
2: I agree with that sentiment in my current age range, like uh, not knowing last night, and I don't want to jump into it yet, but the, the Ronda thing, the, that match last night, not knowing and viewing it made it fucking awesome. It was almost like I was a child again, but I'll, I'll yeah. elaborate on that later. But uh, and I'll, I'll say I, this. I'll go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't want to refer to my old pal Dave as having a quote dirt sheet because uh, I kind of went through on a on a smaller level a different thing. The people that he really knew, like a Brody and a fucking Eddie Gilbert and Cornette and people like that, that did talk to him every fucking week and tell him exactly what was going on and he did break true stories and they're dead or they're like Cornette and just on a podcast and Indies and shit. So he doesn't have, I guess his sources like uh dried up a bit, sort of like, you know, my, uh, I had some friends in the business that are dead or retired or whatever. And it seems like I don't know anybody anymore. So, uh, you know, just, i always defend big Dave because he flew across the country to see my show when I was down and out. So, um, Big Dave's of the WWE of journalism and wrestling as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, okay, we um, can differ in opinions because okay, we have, all love each other.
0: I, I don't have a personal issue with the man, and he seems like I'm sure he's a nice guy, and I, I'd meet him, take a picture with him, you know, and I've read his article. But, again, just because he says it, and he, and he may report it thinking he knows it's facts, but if, if it's not, it's one of those things where I can't believe every single thing that comes out of the, even from him. Because sometimes he's wrong and things like that. But he just gets so infuriated when people say, hey, you were wrong about this. And he gets mad about it. And it's just like, dude, just, you can be wrong. It's okay. It's not a big deal. But I have no personal grind <laughs> with the guy. But my thing is, I actually got spoiled tonight on a return, which we'll talk about later, and I was upset about it because I didn't go looking for it. It just makes me mad. Stuff like that makes me mad. All
2: right, you two guys uh, drive the ship, and I'm just kind of like the asshole who chimes in sometimes.
1: Uh, where are we going to start? I have no idea. Where are we going to start? You going to go for... Let's get WrestleMania out of the way so we can move on to more current. Yeah, we'll go. Uh,
2: we'll go. Tim, Nate, Tom. We'll we'll zip through it, whether it be, whether it be, killing it or or supporting it, and then uh, that'll give us time to just fuck around and talk about other shit.
1: Sounds good. Okay. All right. Uh, so, I suppose somebody needs to get. Are we going to go, go match them? Are we going match by match
2: um, here? Go pre so go pre show the fact that I the fact that I didn't shower for like fucking seven hours because for some reason I felt like I had to report on it to everybody um, and uh, <laughs> you know I didn't move and I, I just you know, felt like a lazy fucking goof but anyway the pre show Tim if do you have the results or
1: Nate yeah I'm I'm, you? I'm I'm pulling it up um. We can start though with uh cruiserweight was uh what, Cedric Alexander against Mustafa Ali. And I Your believe firm, Alexander yeah. got and I believe Alexander got the got the win in the title in that one, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see that match so I got I can't comment on uh, any of the performance. Except I'm I did pick Alexander but that, that was a hundred percent fluke, so and I'll say so, but uh, I, didn't, I didn't see it. So, if Nate, if you saw it, maybe you got I some comments it. you can make. I
0: watched it. I, I watched every single match on the card. I sat down at 445, and I I watched everything. Um, Alexander, Mustafa, good match. Uh, story was supposed to be Mustafa was the heart. Alexander was the soul. It was heart versus soul. Um <laughs> yeah, you know, I see where they seri- wow.
3: I'm, I'm serious I know uh, I know That's
0: why
2: I'm laughing wow. But
0: it's uh, it, was a, it was a good wrestling match uh, Crowd gave it more respect than we predicted uh, Alexander That's Lincoln good up, I think it's deserved I think that's well deserved And um, I was wrong on that one Because I thought they would Just with the upcoming tour Go with Ali But Hey Good match Um mm-hmm. uh, I give it a thumb up. Uh, they didn't uh they didn't tear the house down, steal the show, but they put on a good match and a, a good it was good for the crowd and a nice little match for him congratulations to he deserves
2: it. So that it actually out.
1: before Tom goes that actually wasn't the first match, was it? No it was. No, we went out, the first. out of order,
2: but it well yeah so but, but, I'm uh, just they went out. Yeah
1: because I think I have the right order here, so I'll I'll switch it to the right order from now on. So, anyway. Go ahead.
2: Uh, no biggie. Um, uh, Cedric, the entertainer. You told me not to do it last time. Sorry, too easy. <laughs> uh, Cedric. Um, Hi, or Cedric, or whatever the fuck they said back then. Uh, nice little worker. Uh, Ollie, the same. Um... You know, in 2002, I saw Daniel Bryan wrestle low-key in the finals of Jim Kettner's um, Super 8, or whatever he called it, and I I was walking out, and I looked at those two. That was the finals. I forget who won, but I said, damn, those two guys are really fucking good. The problem is WWE, WWE will never hire them end up higher on both and we know the story with Daniel Bryan so you might want to take my predictions with a grain of salt, but I don't think either of those two will ever even reach semi main event level. They're they're talented. Uh there was more of a crowd in the Superdome than I thought at that point. Uh they had a good match. My new philosophy is not the shit on in ring stuff, so you know. But uh not for me. I mean I I just don't. Was what was. I don't. I don't get into it, and uh, I give it a thumbs up for the for the for the uh, for the talent, but you know, I, I know. I'd rather see Roddy Piper talk to talk to Gordon Swallow.
1: All right. So then, of course, WWE in their famous fashion, we got to be um, under the giant battle royal. They don't tell us everybody who's in it or who's not going to be in it. Mind you, that might have been on purpose, and I guess with the finish it was, uh, Mr. Hardy, with the help of, I don't even know what the hell they're calling him now, Bray Wyatt, anyway, Uh Wednesday Under the Giants uh, Battle Royal. I have very little you know call what? about this. I I also didn't see it. I, had a, a, I can't remember who I had going out first. I don't know who went out first in this thing either for that matter. Aiden English um
0: Aiden English went out first. Aiden
1: English goes out first. Uh yeah. I'm just not None sure of had I just know. Sure that there. first. There you go. My wasting my good man Elias on that nonsense. Um, I'm not sure what the point of this was except like we talked about it gave everybody a chance to be on the be on a show, but uh, Elias I don't really know, so i um, yeah, I know, but they, they pegged him as being in it, and then he wasn't in it. and I guess they had to do that to get Bray in there, I suppose. There were I about guess 12 in there.
2: There were about 12 others that weren't in the
1: list. So yeah, well, they did the same stuff. thing in the women's, too. There was way more than we knew about in the women's, too. But
2: yeah.
1: I just, I mean, it's about Bray Wyatt, wasn't, it's, even, Bray Wyatt yeah, wasn't, wasn't even. Yeah, so. he wasn't ever mentioned
0: as being in it. He wasn't It's just, he just one of them up at the end.
1: For me, they they uh they do what they do and that was what they decided to do, so so be it. You don't really care. I called that though. You
0: what? I called You that. called it. I got Matt Hardy. You
1: did? Yeah, I did, I called it. Oh well, kudos to you, sir. you get one gold star on your attendance sheet. Yay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> to any con- any comments?
2: Yeah. It was a battle royal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you're not. I think you're not putting it. I think you're not putting over your victory more because of two of the last participants or your two of your favorite wrestlers. Yeah, and they were in the
1: <laughs> final. Final three. Yeah, I saw that. I thought WWE two, was out to get me.
0: <laughs> I <didn't think> something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> then we would have known Somebody was paying attention
2: <laughs> Well I have a hot take If Nate's done on this match Yeah it, it, was was battle it, royal. it was a battle royal Here, It was what it was Go ahead. Here's a hot take on this match Tim just brought up Ray Wyatt uh, I'm trying to quote him But I don't remember verbatim I think he said Ray Wyatt or whatever they're gonna call him now. And I have a hot take. His new name from this point forward will be Husky Hardy. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's <not laughs> anyway.
2: Yes, he he was in Nexus and he was Husky Harris. But anyway Brother, um, Husky. Brother just, Husky Brother Husky That that will, people will steal that from uh, other shows and say they don't listen. But anyway, uh Battle royal did nothing for me. Uh, I've been in a few myself. The indie rule is never go on the ground because people like fucking beat you up. It's like an inside rib, but uh, that doesn't play in WWE. I guess you know you can do a few of your moves and take bumps or whatever. But it's fun. Uh, you just disappear in a, in a corner with somebody you like. You know if you're winning and if you're not. You've got a rough idea who's going out and. What an easy payoff for a guy like Connor and Victor and fucking Kurt Hawkins and English to just go out there fuck around with your friends in front of probably then 40 of the 70,000 or something. But a pretty good crowd was in there from the pre-show, much more than I anticipated. So uh, my only thing there was I picked whoever I picked, and I picked wrong both ways. And uh, it, it led to... I couldn't think of a storyline it could lead to, but it led to uh, Bray and that. So, hey, yeah. that's it. All
1: right. Um, so then we got after that piece of work. We have the women's version where they also, um, there was many more uh, people in it than the 13 that they listed on the webpage. Not that it mattered. Um, I guess that came down to what Bailey and Sasha and
3: Naomi, Naomi who
1: had a, kind of just disappeared during the during the Battle Royal, reappeared and tossed the last one out and got the victory. So I'm not really sure why they do that when they could do she it on the ring. She had
2: She's very, she's very dark-skinned. Uh, she her disappeared.
1: I don't know what they – I don't know if she did the uh, – I was trying to remember. Nate's the, uh, the expert on Royal Rumbles. I seem to remember one in the men's where – they thought somebody was eliminated, and they just stayed away until the bitter end and came back out. But I'm I, I'm not sure if I got that right or not. Santino, Santino Morello in 2001 or 2011. There we go. I knew I could count on you. I just, like I said, I'm not sure why they do it. Uh, I don't know why they let her win. Sure enough, I mean, maybe she did something backstage or something that I don't know about, obviously. But as far as storylines or any of that, it didn't really seem to fit anything. Um, I guess it pushed the Bailey-Sasha thing forward Another quarter of an inch As they slowly decide which one of those They're going to turn heel uh, And other than that it, Again, it was a chance for the ladies to get out there And be in the big show And good for them But the match itself was is what it is um,
0: Okay um, I thought the women's battle royal was, I mean, was Again, was what it was The battle royal uh, the Naomi victory didn't doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, she had her big spiel last year in Orlando, winning the title and which I guess they're high on her. I, I don't know. I mean she's not bad. She's whatever, but she pulled a uh Jerry Lawler from ninety six Royal Rumble and the hit just hid for half the match and, um, and then out she comes. Big shout out to uh Peyton Royce for her appearance that's uh, that is my uh, lady friend I would like to believe I, I do love me some Peyton Royce uh, she's NXT she's gorgeous and Australian and yeah do love me some Peyton Royce um, as far as that goes Becky Lynch went out way too early after getting a huge pop um, whoever was producing the pre-show was just having a the time they would they were trying to throw commercials in there Like they do Which I think is stupid But they kept throwing it to commercial And then not going to commercial Becky Lynch got her entrance with her entrance music Then the entire roster came out To a random song Which I think was the Kid Rock song And then um, You get Bailey and Sasha get their entrances And none of the people that got entrances went Went over Which didn't make a lot of sense to me But okay and they just continue to push Becky Lynch on the back burner, this would have really helped Becky Lynch. Naomi's more established. Becky Lynch hasn't been in the SmackDown title picture since she was the first champion. Um, And the only reason she was the first champion was because Bayley, Sasha, and Charlotte weren't there, in my opinion. Um, So I think Becky could have benefited from it. Um, Bayley and Sasha, when when Becky got eliminated, I think, Bailey should have won it, and, the, and she got a better pop when she did throw Sasha out, and the crowd thought she had won. She got a better pop than Naomi did for actually winning the damn thing. So
1: I, I, mean, I think this was a bad move. Uh, I have some me. thoughts on all of that, but I'll, I'll share them once Tom goes.
2: Okay. Uh thought it was much better than the guys because there was at least a little intrigue. Uh, Peyton Royce is fucking smoking hot. I don't care if she can wrestle. She's Australian. So is Emma, and so is the chick that hangs with her, Billy Kay, or whatever her name is. I'd fucking go down under on all three of them. Anyway, moving on. Uh, You boys still there, right? We're looking. Okay, my phone acts up sometime and lights up randomly. I think I hung up on you. Anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, um... Give me a case of Foster's and M3, and I'll come out of the room in four days. Uh, as far as Naomi, she entered the WWE as a Funkadactyl with that um, Arian uh, Andrews, but I forget her old name. Her Cameron. Which, what was her name? Cameron. Cameron. When I used to put yeah, when they used to put their asses together and slowly go up the you know in their entrance. I wanted my head to be between those two fucking four chocolate cheeks, I should say. Then I started watching Total Divas. Cameron admitted to having a yeast infection with this uh, greasy, oversized, smelly-looking Armenian boyfriend. So I immediately got turned off to her, and then fucking Naomi marries Ooze. No offense, Ooze, but I don't want to go after her, after you, buddy. Uh, so, Naomi, to me, uh, lost her eye candy. They always refer to all black wrestlers as great athletes, which is, I mean, I'm not a race card guy, but that's a subtle racist uh, statement. And I, as you guys said, uh, Bailey could get some steam finally if she just did what she did last night, uh, you know. Sasha's a more natural heel, but Bailey would be a nicer heel because kids love her and all that shit. It was pretty cool. I would have been happy with that. And then uh, there goes fucking uh, Big Butt, come and ruin everything. And there's no future for her. She's just there. She's a good employee, all that. But there's nothing they can do with her. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's the finish. And on related news, Uh, Longest tenured, I believe Diva Alicia Fox Just moments Before traveling To the venue Had a uh, Argument in the lobby with Privileged already, Ronda Rousey's Douchebag boyfriend, Travis Brown Now Travis is a heavyweight in the UFC And a average fighter Big dude, he could kill me, so I hope he's not listening. But uh, as far as heavyweights goes, he's in the middle of the pack. And he is known throughout UFC circles as kind of an asshole, kind of a punk. And she's known as kind of a drunk. I don't know if she would be drinking before a show. But anyway, they had a very close face-to-face square off, which has no angle. Um... Uh, direction. So it was a, a legitimate fight, I would believe. There's nothing really that can come out of that except Alicia Fox, the longest tenured female employee, got out of her payday and out of her spotlight, um, which kind of sucks, but I wasn't there. I don't know who started it. I don't know who was the real asshole, but I thought it was kind of like weird that Rhonda's
1: boyfriend mm. is not an
2: employee. Got the benefit of the doubt and Alicia got blamed and fucked out of her thing. That's all I got to say about that.
1: Interesting. Alicia
2: wasn't even in the
0: Royal Rumble.
2: <laughs> she was supposed well, to be I'm in saying. something though, I read. Cedric I Alexander's
1: corner, she
2: been in and
1: Yeah, she had some, some she did have some chance to be out there. But um going back to the Naomi thing for a minute. Um and this is going to go off into the politically incorrect area, but I don't care. Um, It was a real, and not that I have a problem with it, if they're doing it for the right reason, but it seemed there was a lot of things that went on last night at that pay-per-view that were aimed uh, in, I'll say, in political correctness and feel-good moments and all that sort of stuff. Um, Did she win purely for... Uh, social media and what it looks like. Uh, here's the black lady getting it done. Women's movement, minority, tonight's yeah, show, all, uh, throw all that in there. We got like without getting into it because we haven't got there yet. You got the Nia Jacks winning, and they're oh, that's all about bullying and standing up for yourself. And uh, you know they they had a few moments last night where I didn't know that wrestling really gave two hoots about going in those directions. And that's fine that they did. Like I'm not, I'm not complaining about it. I'm just using it as a reason for why maybe why she won.
2: Vince McMahon isn't even probably aware of me too because he's, uh, you know, still probably beating off the girls at tan salons when he goes. Uh, but and he's twenty four seven wrestling. But Stephanie's very aware of culture and she's spearheading all these. Uh, Movements and alliances would be a star and all that other shit. So, yeah, I think that played a part because you know I I have a lot of black compadres that would probably say that Naomi is not the most over of of the others. Yeah,
1: I said I have no it, problem with the fact that that she was black and they gave it the time they let they let her win. That's I'm just saying, are they using it as a? It's not for a wrestling. It's for uh, uh, how the business looks,
2: and which to me is reverse is actually more racist to do that in Um, a pretend capacity.
1: It's true. Uh, How says our millennial?
2: Just to make your country Um, and company look better in the public eye. See, we have a black winner in the battle royal and etc. But anyway, benefit of the doubt. We'll we'll act like we don't know the truth.
1: It's not traditionally something that they did very much of. Let's be honest, the black guys didn't really, you know, they got pushed and all that. But traditionally speaking, they didn't get to hold championships very often. In uh, WWE, um, sort me, of. Let me let ahead. me
0: throw a little stat at you.
1: And I definitely
0: don't think that they're racist. I really, I don't. Um, but here's a stat: there have been. As far as WWE or World Heavyweight Champions in pro wrestling, there have been five. Recognized. Yeah, that's,
1: that's, you're, you're making my point for me. Is it's just not something that they traditionally cared about doing. Because they that they've had plenty of opportunities to do it and did not do it. So maybe they're learning. Maybe it's good for, for attendance and that sort of stuff, too. I don't know, but just throwing it out there.
0: Well, but you're right the about,
1: thing, the, about the
0: champions. This, I'll say this. Um, to me, I think if you're going to do it, if you're going to pull that card and you're going to use that card, they pick the right match to do it in, mainly because it's a match that really doesn't mean a whole lot. And it's just, oh, hey, we had the, the African-American yeah, true woman enough. won. And she, you know. She's had two years in a row. She's had the, the WrestleMania moment and you know. So if you're gonna do it go ahead. You know. Hey, listen, they're, they're publicly they're, traded. They're they're publicly traded Yeah, They, they, have some, money.
1: they do have some stake to, to provide a uh, at least a yeah, a picture to the public that they're on board with all that stuff. So that's fine. Uh since, since he, since he br- title. So hold on, on since side they side brought
2: side. that up, uh, two two quick things one the publicly traded thing if i uh of course i don't which i you know whatever but and i would never give stock advice with my financial history but i would sell the shit out of wwe stock right now um after tonight's raw secondly uh drake maverick we didn't mention so we should just mention that he was there uh what is his name rockstar spud um for 205 live i mean he he deserved to get a job he worked hard in dna and uh we never put put the guy over once on this i don't think so congrats for your wrestlemania debut dude if you listen and uh Two or five live is nothing without enzo, so I'll say that forever until it becomes something. But anyway
1: and I said I wasn't gonna bury anything anymore.
2: This sucks.
1: Anyway, let's let's move on. Asked. Uh, okay. Intercontinental title. The three way Mr. Rollins and the Miz and Finn Balor. Seth Rollins gets the job done. Uh a decent match. Didn't mind it. Um I'm curious to see where they're going to go with it, uh, especially after the raw after what happened on raw. But we'll get to that afterwards. But uh, yeah, some good work in the ring. Everybody did their part there. That was a that was a that was a one thumb match for me, and I I didn't mind it. I had the Miz winning, so I was totally wrong. But but I'm I'm not disappointed in the outcome of that match.
0: Okay. Um, other than other, in terms of in-the-ring work and matches that were more so about the in-ring performance and not the story, this was the best match of the night for that, not for story, and not the best overall match, but it was the best in-ring performance match. Um, those three guys went great together. Uh, Rollins and Balor could wrestle me and we could probably at least pull off a decent match and I'm awful um, but yeah great great opener for the actual card uh, really enjoyed, you know, Rollins winning was a surprise to me so didn't think they'd give it to him uh, he's a Grand Slam champion now the, uh, the third member of the Shield so congrats to him and uh, yeah I've enjoyed the match thoroughly
2: Open a match, perfect match to open because, uh, I mean, those three, as far as in-ring, like Nate said, uh, couldn't have a bad match if they tried to. Um, Miz is not the worker, you know, as full-blown as those guys that could, like, go to New Japan tomorrow and work and go to Ring of Honor and work and all that shit. But Miz has his little... Ten spots a match he's always in the right place so he, he doesn't hurt any matches and undoubtedly has some kind of charisma and uh, you know he's been around and he, he earned a spot so yeah enjoyed uh, I didn't think it was a blow away match but two thumbs up wasn't bad at all uh, don't mind the finish um like like we speculated, Miz will probably takes uh, at least a tiny bit of time to be with his family. So, move on.
0: All right. Miz, uh, is kind of like, uh, Miz is kind of like Miz is kind of like ketchup with French fries. You can eat the French fries without ketchup,
1: but but the ketchup doesn't hurt it at all. No, I'm just gonna say to you people who are listening, where else will you find? Such astute observations as that Think about it You can't oh. pay for this You can't pay for stuff Yeah, you, like this. You, yeah it just happens uh, Smackdown Women's Championship Charlotte Versus Oscar. Um I picked Oscar In this one I was wrong uh, The match We're itself,
0: wrong.
1: Yeah the match Itself uh, Tom wasn't Far off I didn't see where they botched the move, but they definitely botched a couple. Uh, There was one spot in particular uh, near the beginning of the match, and I don't know if you guys noticed it. uh, Charlotte was on the apron, and uh, Oscar was delivering a few, uh, I don't know what they call her kicks there, but she was was given a few kicks, and the last one she kicked her, and Charlotte grabbed her and fired her back into the ring, and kind of flung her, and you could see the look on her face was kind of like, hey, just a tad bit stiff there with that last one. So there was there was some there was some stiffness to that match for sure. Uh, she got cut pretty good on the on the uh, arm there, but I didn't see how that happened. But uh, she was kind of uh, uh, favoring it. And then I didn't know during the match. I kept wondering what the crying was all about. she broke down there two or three times when she won and. But I didn't realize that, uh, and they never mentioned it, which I'm kind of surprised they didn't, that it was the anniversary of her brother's uh, death. So that was where that was coming from, for anybody who wondered. Yeah. So I I I didn't know know that. that. No, they mentioned that afterwards, and uh, that would have been helpful for why she was gushing, uh, where she looked genuinely unhappy after winning. And I was kind of wondering, like, what's going on here? But uh, that was why. So um, I don't agree with the finish. I think they goofed there. Uh, they spent all that time. Uh, well, I guess they really haven't spent that much time doing it, but they've been building up Oscar's as this unbeatable machine, and there that all goes. And I'm not sure where they intend on taking that. I guess we'll find out maybe more about that tomorrow. But uh, the match was all right. I didn't mind the match, but I just I'm not sure I agree with the direction of it. Mr. Nate. I'm
0: go- I'm going to disagree with you. Um I thought the match no, was good. I, I I liked the match. Um, was it the show stealer? No. But was it good? Yes. Um I like Oscar losing, actually. Because two reasons. One, I didn't see it coming. So to me that's that's a positive two Oscar losing. That gets that damn streak out of the way. An undefeated streak is fine and all, but they eventually got an end. And she went like two almost two years without losing a match, even though she lost a battle royal and a tag match, but we don't talk about those. Um but she actually lost. Um so I like that they ended the streak there. And Oscar's, um, I don't think McMahon wants her to have a, the title yet because of her inability to cut promos. Because yes, of
1: I'll agree with her you there. He en- definitely needs because uh, her. needs a manager or off the mic, one or the other. Yeah, uh, her English
0: is just not good, and McMahon has an issue with that. Where most people don't, but he does. Um, but I enjoyed the match, and the best thing about. The best thing about um, the whole night, because we haven't hit this yet, Cena was sitting at ringside having a beer, and, it, and they kept filming him. They kept going back to him for, up until this match, and it was great, because he was cracking me up with his faces and, and all that stuff. And uh, then after this match is when the referee came over to him and told him the Undertaker's in the back, and Cena jumps the rail and just does this 50-yard dash up the ramp. It just runs. Oscar's in the ring. Charlotte's on the ramp.
1: He just runs past everybody. Um, yeah, we're gonna have and to I'll agree to definitely agree to disagree because I thought that was just stupid. I thought it was hilarious. It cracked me up. Uh, no, I just thought it was because, dumb. That why are they stealing the spotlight of this match with his dumbass sitting there when we know something's gonna happen? Well, but anyway, well, that's just me. Me? the first. The first thing I said
0: when. Uh, when Cena got up and took off running, I said, looks like what happens when you get a text message that says, hey, come over. My parents aren't home. And Cena just takes off. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now, I guess for you millennials, that, uh, Tom, do you need somebody to uh, put that into, that's like when your girlfriend used to phone you after school or drop you a note in class that her parents weren't going to be home? That's the whole text uh, thing there.
2: I I I got it. Uh, Nate and I talked off air on his ride home last night. I think it was his ride home, and I popped for yeah. it then. And you know, you know how I am. I'm all fucked up now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, my take. Uh, I didn't see going in this being anything but a disappointment. And I am pleasantly surprised to say I was incorrect. Now that's the difference between me and a lot of these fucking trolls on the internet and shit. I don't mind saying I was wrong. It's fine. Everybody's wrong. I don't have to stick with my opinion when it's clearly wrong. Hint, process. Anyhow, but um, it was, uh, I didn't notice the spot you were talking about, Tim. I'm sure it occurred but I did notice there were two chops. I don't know who was given to who, but somebody wasn't in the right place. I think one of Charlotte's went into the chin because Oscar was putting her head down instead of up, and they weren't communicating well in the beginning. But they smoothed it all out. Uh, Charlotte added, like, two or three moves to her repertoire, which I've never seen her do before. I don't don't watch every Charlotte match. But um, her entrance was that of a major star, uh, three jacked-up dudes, probably independent wrestlers that were down there grabbing an extra 500 bucks or something. Uh, finish I loved because I did not see it coming. It wasn't like a Brock Undertaker thing, but it was uh, a little better because they're smaller level, and I'm not a big fan of Asuka. I'm a big fan of her um, face. I think she's a pretty woman. Um, and I would pick her at the washi washi if there were a bunch of Asians standing in front of me to to wash me and rub me down and stuff, but good God anyway uh not a big fan of a of a girl who was you know you can look on YouTube Minora Suzuki, and Asuka or whatever the fuck her name was over there. And he literally beats the shit out of her and all that. That culture is just a weird fucking
1: culture. Strange, anyway, strange stuff uh, going on there. But,
2: yep. Pleasantly surprised. Good match. Uh, until she Oscar grabbed the microphone and said, whatever the fuck, uh, she, you were ready for Oscar. And it sounded like God knows what. And um, the other thing about the, the anniversary was I saw I saw her mouth the words, read and kind of look up to the heavens while she was crying, like, oh, my God. like. So she was an emotional wreck. They were best friends, and, you know, <clears throat> you know good for her. Uh, thumbs up. Two thumbs up. I don't know what I said, but good match.
1: All right. Moving on to the four-way U.S. championship match, where I think pretty much... Anybody who called this, I would like to know what their explanation was. Uh, Jinder Mahal defeats Orton Rusev and Bobby Roode. Uh, I have to say, I did not see that coming. Um, I guess they kind of protected Orton in the way they did it. I'm not quite sure. I mean, short of Nate being uh, with the... uh, uh, the, the big card coming up in Saudi Arabia there, short of that, I I can't see any reason for it. But, that being said, it was totally unexpected and caught me entirely off guard. And um, the match itself was all right. wasn't great, but it was okay. Uh, but the result, yeah, I, I'm, I, I never would have picked them winning them, and then I'm waiting to see what they're going to do with it. They'll probably drop the ball, but I... I like the fact that nobody saw it coming, period. Not even a little bit. So that that worked for me.
0: Well, the reason nobody saw it coming was because nobody wanted it to happen. It um, may well be, but Jerry Colonel Mahal is just one of those guys that's out there and it was a it was a it was a good try, but He's just—you got him. He was buried so hard back when he was jobbing. You know, he was a guy that remember this guy was in three MB for God's sake, <laughs> and and he's just he wins every match the same way. Uh, he always gets interference from the little guy outside and then hits his finisher one, two, three. Uh, Why he doesn't do anything other than that, like maybe grab the tights, uh, foot on the rope, uh, low blow or something. Just something different. He wins, every match he wins, he wins the same way. Um, Don't care for him. match wasn't bad. Um, I can't believe they did it on Rusev Day of all days. Um, I can't believe that. But, you know... Uh Rusev comes out, gets a major pop, great reaction, and he has to do the honors for Mahal and I think they did that's why he was put in the match, uh, was to do the honors so they could keep Rude and Orton both strong. Um Rusev rumored rumored asked for his release and this was one of the things he wanted was to be put on the main card. And I think uh they put him on there just so he could do the job. And, uh, yeah, one Paul's just another guy who I don't understand. And we can have so much other, we deserve better than that.
2: Okay. Uh, as I stated on the preview show, Orton and Rude love each other. They love working together, respect each other, want a program one-on-one. So they could give a fuck if there was a belt there or not. And, I think that's where they're going to go. Uh, I think I predicted Rusev because of his recent hotness. I should have known better uh, because, back to what Nate says, if Vince wants something done, he's going to do it no matter what anybody says. Uh, there's, I don't want to bury Jinder Mahal because he transformed his body despite there's a lot of new shit in bodybuilding where you can pass wellness tests. To give you vascularity and all that, but you still got to diet your ass off and you still got to train even though you're on the shit. So he turned himself into a, a killer-looking dude and all that kind of shit. He was born close to where Tim's calling from um, in the Calgary area, and he's a good guy. Uh, my buddy Michael Elgin pinned him in Mexico, little trivia note. But all reports are that he's a good guy. But... World champion experiment, bored everybody to tears, including yours truly. The finish that Nate talks about is a Cobra Clutch slash million-dollar dream slash I'm too uncoordinated to do either of the right, so I'll just fucking sneak in and do some version of it. So it looks like shit usually. And uh, so he's the U.S. champion going into Saudi Arabia as a Canadian-born citizen who's of Indian descent. You figure that one out. You let me know because I don't know what the fuck's going on there. Well, but.
1: Say again. It's the same story. We got it. We, we. It's hard to remember because, or at least for me anyway, because I, I don't see them as the giant, or I forget sometimes that they're the giant global entity that they are, and they are doing a lot of work behind the scenes to try to crack the India market and you know to make some money somewhere besides North America. And occasionally, I guess they go to Europe every once in a blue moon. So he, he's let me a part com- of Let me that. comment
2: he- on that. Let me comment on that because there will probably be no reason or time later. Um, they're going to Saudi Arabia and 50-man battle royal and, and the, the matches they announce, et cetera. It pretty much seems like the whole ring crew, the whole fucking shebang is going to the Middle East. I don't give a fuck if uh, Saudi Arabia is one of our allies in real life, and this is not politics. This is just a safety concern. Uh, Jericho said when uh, he was interviewing Luke Harper on his podcast that both one of them or both of them said that they didn't know that the ruler of the fucking country or something was there, and the Muslim religion has to pray at a certain time, and it's really strictly enforced in countries like that. So they had to stop working in the middle of a match to observe the prayer. And the fans all prayed. Mm-hmm. Now, that's, that's not the environment I want to fucking be in. I don't care if there's millions to be made on that house show or whatever the fuck it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, we well, probably so don't do I know they don't. But the NFL doesn't go play an opening day in fucking uh, Saudi Arabia. The NBA doesn't tour Afghanistan. Middle East is a crazy, violent, fucked-up place. And I don't care if you call me a bigot or whatever. Fuck it would be considered. I'm glad I don't work for WWE because I'd be too much of a pussy to say no, and I'd be scared to death the whole time over there. Off my soapbox. Continue the review.
1: All right. So you're indifferent to the Mahal match, though? So kind of like <laughs> yeah. I
2: guess stuff. that's what I meant.
1: Uh, okay. Um, moving on. Angle and Ronda Rousey against Triple H and Steph. I had to admit, I had my doubts about this one, but it was a pretty damn good match. Wrestling-wise, it was not. But entertaining-wise, I, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I was happy with the outcome. Uh I almost shit my pants when you were A mere seconds away from calling The finish uh, I loved it I thought it was great Two two thumbs from me
0: um, I thought I thought Ronda Rousey And uh, Angle and Stephanie and Triple H um, Pulled off the best match Of the night In terms of entertainment value In terms of Having me on the edge of my seat, uh, Rousey looked better in the ring than I ever expected her to. At this stage, she also made Rowdy Roddy Piper sexier than I ever thought he could be, coming out in that kilt. Uh, you
1: got that right. A...
0: all right. Yeah, uh, you know, agrees with me. So but I thought the match was fantastic. Um, I think that'll be the match that this mania is remembered by. Uh, when we go back and look at this mania, this will be the match. That everyone's like, yeah, now that was a hell of a match. Um, and I thought the finish was well done. There was a couple close calls. Um, just excellent all the way around, all parties involved. Great job. Fantastic. Thomas.
2: uh There'll be six thumbs up on this one. Edge of my seat, too. I felt like a kid again. Triple H is the most underrated big match wrestler in the history of the business because he's political and he's a McMahon and people don't like him and might be rightfully so don't like him for things he's done to them in the past or been a part of. But he always delivers a slow, methodical match, but it doesn't get boring because he's reached a level where he's over. And Stephanie did great in her part, considering she's very limited. Rhonda did great in her part, considering she's new. Kurt, something that a lot of people don't think about, probably I'm the only one that thinks about. Kurt legitimately was on death watch. That's why they wouldn't consider bringing him back. He was taken, he stated he was taking 80 pills a day, which doesn't seem human because I've uh, taken anti-whatever medication and what, but if he, he's a superhuman as it is, so maybe he, he's not working the figure. But even if he was taking 40 a day, it takes days to get off that buzz. So every time he's going in there in TNA doing a five-star match and moonsaulting off a cage, he's either jacked up on painkillers as he's doing it and his body's so used to it that he needs them to function, or he's still on the buzz from earlier in the day. Now, people say he's out of shape and whatnot because he blows up. When you come off that, you're so used to it's the anxiety of 70,000 people and you're you're a different person again. So I think he's had, what, five live matches, three, when he was a shield and this, whatever, big stages, uh, clean. And from all accounts, he's been staying clean. So that, that – that does uh, add a different wrinkle to how difficult it is to be in a match of that magnitude, and he held up fine. I don't think you're ever going to see a, an Angle Classic again, but, as far as in-ring shit, but this match was so well put together, it, it uh to me, hands down, the match of the show, with, with everything not even close, and not to spoil our discussion for later, but I talked to Nate last night, and we had a different opinion about something, but I said I thought if they switched that match in hindsight to the last match on the show, everybody would have left happy.
1: And That's all I, I got to say about that. True enough. All right, moving on to the inevitable, inevitable position of having to come after this match. The three-way triple threat for the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. Uh, Bludgeon Brothers defeat the Usos and New Day. Uh, I felt sorry for these guys because it just, <laughs> like I said, inevitable position of having to come out after that. Uh, I don't know that it really would have mattered what they did. Uh, the match was all less... Uh, I didn't think it was all that great myself, but then I'm not a New Day fan. Uh, <sighs> yeah, um... Get on the Bludgeon burrows for getting somewhere, and maybe they'll uh, they'll use them with a little more brain power, and the the, the win will mean something down the road. But otherwise, I said I felt sorry for them because they were in a dead that arena was dead for this match. Um, I found it
0: was a uh, it was perfect for the positioning. There was no tags in this tag team match. It was just the Bludgeon Brothers basically getting a good little squash. Um, these guys finally got a main car tag match. Uh, didn't really, didn't hate it. Uh, thought it did what it needed to do, and um, you know, wasn't a classic by any stretch. But yeah, I mean, it did what it had to do, and. With its positioning it was it was it was done right.
2: Okay. Uh I think we all predicted Bludgeon Brothers, I believe. Um New Day and uh what's their names? Usos are played out. Uh Nate still likes the New Day. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Uh they're all magnificent together in ring, all five of them, whichever combination, but I'm not a big in-ring guy except for a big show like WrestleMania. Um, They were put in the death spot, so to speak, following that fucking match. So it was hard, and that considered, I think they did a nice job of at least keeping the crowd, you know, alive. Um, Bludgeon Brothers are so good at what they're doing now, just killing people, that it kind of makes you, like, not consciously, but maybe subconsciously forget that they were the Wyatt family. I don't think of the Wyatts anymore when I see them. I think of the Bludgeon Brothers, and that's hard to do. So I I like the Road Warriors meet Brody and Hanson, meet new age guys that just come out and kick the shit out of each other. They don't have to work 30-minute matches. I like a good old-fashioned squash, and I hope they continue to use them that way and not... uh and not have them doing marathons where they got to really, you know, work with smaller guys. But, uh, on a, on a related note before I end, I have a, you know, thumbs up on the deal because right finish and everything else. But, uh, you know, for the wrestling nerds out there, if I'll even say new day, uh, especially Kofi and Xavier, but if new day or the Usos, um, I should say, especially Usos, um, Went and worked the Young Bucks anywhere in the country, it would be those fans that say they hate the WWE would be fucking popping like crazy for Super Kick fucking uh, in stereo with those two teams against each other. And it would be a great, great fucking spectacle of that style of outside WWE. That's all. Move on. All
1: right. Um, Next up The Undertaker versus Mr. John Cena. um, I gotta admit, I popped for this. Uh, I'm not the biggest John Cena fan in the world, although I'll give him all the credit for all the shit he does. Cause he's a he's been a he's been a company man, and then some. Uh, but I have to uh, I mean, watching the Undertaker go up on the ropes was unbelievable. He moved. Granted, he didn't do it for very long, but he did some moves that I didn't think he could do anymore, or that they'd let him do. Um, he didn't look bad for an old guy who hasn't wrestled for a year, um, and, I, and I I loved it, and I loved that he buried John Cena. That really worked for me. Uh, there was no point to it, of course, because neither of them, the win or the loss or the barrier or any of it really doesn't matter to either of them, because they're both so passed over that it really doesn't make any difference. But it made the crowd happy And, and I guess that kind of was the point Of that whole match But I loved it
0: I really uh, I loved Elias coming out And messing with the crowd And he was great Really enjoyed him um, And I really liked uh, You know Undertaker's entrance is, is just It's you can't describe it. It's so wonderful. And just It's the best entrance of the game. Um, he looked great. I think he got a hip replaced. And uh, that's made him be able to do more things now that he used to not be able to do. And if this is the last Undertaker match I ever see, I'm happy with that because it was a squash. He looked great. He looked like Taker of old and it was one of those things where I think they wanted to get the bad taste out of everyone's mouth from last year and from 30 where the streak ended, which I think is one of the biggest mistakes they ever made. Um, but John Cena, uh, congrats to him for getting to do that. Cause you know, he had to be just like shit in his pants, watching Taker walk to the ring. Um,
1: you know, he he once again proved that he is the ultimate in company man. He took the beating. There was nothing oh. in it for him at all, and he took it all because that's what they wanted him to do. And That's all, and man. that's I, why he makes the big money.
0: I like Cena. Uh, there was a long time where I dogged Cena like everybody else, but when he started the U.S. Open Challenge, it made me a believer, and uh, Cena's okay by me. So I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. It was good. Thomas.
2: All right, I love Cena. Uh, for the most part, always have. Besides the rap and shit. Um, oh Jesus. He. Uh, yeah. Well. To each his own. um <clears throat> I liked that they swerved me because they swerved me up to the last fucking minute I called it on the preview show that the match would happen and all that shit Um, they swerved me in that they showed his shit in the ring so I'm like damn I nailed it The Undertaker dead man shit's in the ring so obviously he's gonna come out as the American badass and Elias like you said um, they're protecting him even tonight when uh, Lashley came back and we're skipping ahead a little bit but he gets his ass kicked and thrown around, but they, they don't ring a bell and pin him. They, they still keep him up, which I like. But anyway, back to this match. Um, I think the highlight was the you can't see me go under the ropes and Undertaker sits up and seen a legit, um, not legit feeling, but legit sold it like he was scared like, you know, a horror movie and just freaked the fuck out and, like, you know, jumped up and whatever that bump was. Scare weird bump thing, run away. Um, I thought perfect booking the squash after what Nate talked about. I mean, you, you you tried to elevate Roman by ending him. You ended his streak, and they were both bad ideas. I think in hindsight. And now, hopefully, that's his last match, and it's against arguably the top guy of the last fifteen years in the whole industry and the top guy was honored to get squashed. So I didn't want a competitive match. I wanted that. I just wanted the American badass just so I could be right. But fuck it, who cares? Uh another great thing. I liked it. Oh. Quick, right. quick interruption since quick interruption again because he's not on I don't think anything later. Uh Elias for those of you who uh play blackjack. When he comes to your town, his traveling buddies, while uh, Dash and Dawson, whichever was the last one, was hurt. Uh, Dash, I get Dawson. I don't know. The not, the not bald one of the revival and Jason Jordan. Dash. And him instead Dash of wild. drinking. Instead of drinking or going right to bed, they go to whatever Google local casino and play blackjack. So, that is a bad habit. I speak from experience. I hope he's not spending his whole fucking payoffs at Blackjack table and ends up broke. But, if you want to meet Elias, I would suggest for listeners all over the world, because we have him, if he's in your town and there's a casino near the arena, he'll be there within an hour after the show.
1: That's the I like to
2: educate to... people with these little facts.
1: You are a man. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next batch. Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon against Owens and Zane. And uh, I have to say they swerved me on this one big time. Uh, the match was really good, though. I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm still utterly amazed that Shane McMahon does what he does in the ring for a guy who never really been a good worker, really, just likes to take the crazy spot and can still do some of the shit he does and doesn't get killed in there. Um, I hate John to interrupt.
2: You, oh, yeah. I hate to interrupt you because i forget. And I always say I won't interrupt, and then I do. Now, like I made a point earlier, and it's subtly racist, and they do it like in wrestling, but a lot of other things. Instead of saying somebody's good, they say he's a great athlete if he's black. And I think, rightfully, that would be a perfect description of Shane McMahon. He's not a good wrestler by any means, but he's a great athlete. He'll leave and all that crazy shit, but he can't really he's work. Good enou-
1: yes, he's, he's good enough at things to make you believe that he might actually be a good wrestler, even though I know he's yeah. not. Yeah, all right. No, yeah. I'll give you that. Um, uh, Brian looked like he hadn't missed a beat, uh, or at least for me, anyway. Crowd loved it. Um, Is that a vegan I- joke? I- it could be. <laughs> it could be. Sorry. Um, Sorry. Uh, I didn't at the time. I was kind of surprised that they They won. But now, after watching where they're taking that, I now see why they did what they did there. And we may even see more of that tomorrow. Um, so I was on board with this. I thought it was a really good match. Uh, the finish was fine with me. Uh, I kept waiting. Because the, the camera kept going back to Shane and Daniel and him in the ring, and uh, I kept waiting for the swerve turn, but it, it never came. So, but I'm okay with that. So for me, it was all right.
2: So
0: basically, they swerved you by not swerving you, huh? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought for sure they would, that even once they won, that the turn would still come, but he never did. So he's yeah. okay with me.
0: Well, just to see Daniel Bryan back in a wrestling ring again was was awesome. I'm um, I'm really happy he made it back. Um, the match was good. They really they had Shane take a beating, which Shane's good at. And I'll disagree with both of you. I think Shane is good wrestler. Um, he's just a different style than most people. Shane's more of a He's a striker, he's a stick and move, he's he's good. He's good at what he does. Um, Now, he's not a technician, uh, but I I think Shane's very good. Um, Brian gets the hot tag, comes in, throws caution to the wind, looks great doing it. Uh, Didn't do any suicide dives or diving headbutts, so that's good news. Um, I thought he did a great job. And I like the match, and uh, interested to see where they go with Owens and Zane. So,
1: good job, WWE. Indeed, Thomas. Okay,
2: Shane O Mac did not turn, so I got swerve from them, not swerving. I thought uh, one of them would, and it would make no sense for Brian, and neither of them did. So, I was wrong. Cool. Uh, Owens, as I said, is one of my favorites It was a decent match I don't want to go crazy um, One thing I noticed A little TR notices things uh, Shane's family When he came out to like, hug them and whatnot The oldest one seems like a little dick Like He like pushed his dad away And was kind of like Don't embarrass me when his dad tried to kiss him and then he got in Sami Zayn's face and said, You ain't got nothing at the top of his lungs like he legit wanted to fight him. So that kid's gotta go to military school like Vince did or something. I gotta <laughs> he's a They gotta rein him in or something. Yeah. But uh anyhow so so the match goes, uh no 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 switch as we uh beat to death. Um, I love Owens and Zayn, um I hope what would be really cool is if they lost again tomorrow night or were kicked out of the building or something and McMahon paid them to just book like three months worth of dates at fucking Joe Blow, uh, indie shows. And they just show up and just, it, it works for everybody. It would, it would be, it would draw a house. It would get them off the road, get them some time home, get paid WWE money, they come back in three months fresh while everybody thinks it's a shoot firing, or at least they try to make you think it is, uh, you know, that's just my fantasy book and probably won't happen, but you know, uh, that would be fun. And, uh, anyway, that's about all I think is in my rattly brain about that. Uh, good match. Great to see the fucking whole Superdome like four years ago with the yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, it looked like in the beginning, I don't know if he, if this changed, but when they showed Brian close up, he had his wedding ring on while he was working. I don't know if he took it off at the last minute before they locked up, but that's something I never mm-hmm. noticed before. And Bree was at ringside. I guess they didn't.
1: Might have to go back and check that out.
2: Uh, they didn't bring the baby, I don't think, uh, that, that I noticed. But, uh, you know, Bree... Uh, she's a Bella, they used to say they're airheads, but if you watch them two together, they they seem like a really, really good couple, and considering his father passed away in the midst of his championship dreams and all that stuff, and he's had a lot of tragedy, obviously, and a lot of rough road. He's got a hell of a book, you know, I know he's got a book out there, but he's, he's got a hell of a life story to still, you know, have <laughs> chapters to go, and I'm a big Brian guy, so and i said in the earlier in the program i said he'd never get there which uh, happily again i was wrong and we got a special guy there and a special talent so we'll see you tomorrow night what happens
1: sweet all right now i want to throw in one thing before we go further at this point in the show is where they pull off the wwe pulls out their bullshit we just set another fucking attendance record crap during the show, they mentioned several times the crowd was 70,000, 70,000 plus. Then they mentioned, not long before they come out with the record, that it was actually closer to 75,000. Then they announced that the crowd was actually 78,000 and change. So Tim being Tim goes and looks up the uh, capacity of the uh, Superdome. And then chuckles quietly to himself and goes, Well, I guess if people want to believe it, fair enough. But I don't know why they have to that. It annoys me to death. We must break the record every time we have a, a WrestleMania. It must break the attendance record. Because apparently they broke their own attendance record from the last time it was Dave
2: there. Dave and Span had an article that's been up for a week or two that I never clicked on about what was the real attendance of WrestleMania three. He works for Deadspin now, so he has more access to actual stuff. Um, falls along those lines. To me, it doesn't matter. I don't give a fuck. But um, it doesn't. But it just seems
1: so the, petty that they do it.
2: Yeah, uh, I mean, but, you know, uh, to each his own. Again, like I I don't care if they said five hundred thousand people were there (laughs) call it a
1: sellout and be done
2: yeah i i get you i I got you i just it's one of those things that doesn't yeah doesn't bother me yeah Uh, in the big
1: scheme of things it matters not one iota you're true enough anyway moving on um i
0: heard that they i heard that they um they hired the boys from down in Arkansas that did all the counting yesterday for the attendance record. <laughs> what do you mean?
4: Hey, the boy. Is that an insult? Are you talking about my maybe, uh, maybe
1: They got some place from Florida who Listen, worked during the election.
4: I had the Southern... Louisiana Arc, it's called Southern Arcana, I think. I can't even remember. We had a 15, fixing to have a 15-minute conversation. Damn, didn't turn into 28 because I have a short attention span. But we are now up to 107,201 downloads and 5,000 views. And we don't even have video. Can I get a retweet? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh God! I wonder if they like and li- this or not.
4: And, and, and if you don't believe me,
2: hold on. Yeah, yeah, this is Lance. Uh, absolutely, we're you know I don't I don't live in the past. Fuck those other shows; they're too long. And absolutely, I, br- I believe my partner that we have. I think he said a hundred thousand a baby. We're close to one hundred twenty thousand. And join our our group called Drool Kids. Because most of us are, you know, have some disability, and we drool and we read about professional wrestling. Uh, I'm in my Japanese shirt and nothing else. I'm a professional barista who takes a uh, public subway to and from work for two hours, and I have no pants on. Anyway, see you later.
1: All right. Uh-oh yeah I love that anyway
0: I hate when we get hacked by those guys
1: they <laughs> they're, they're right. but they're so fun. uh raw women championship Naya defeats Alexa Bliss to become the champ. Um, I mean again from a working standpoint this this was what it was uh it was better than I expected, however, I must say and uh I
3: just—it's uh, it,
1: kind of the—and I don't mean to slight the woman, but it, for me, it's kind of the under the giant syndrome. How do they beat her? Like now that they gave her the title, who legitimately comes along and defeats her? Because nobody really should be able to by rights. There's just nobody even close to her size in the in the either shows. They need to find themselves another. A bigger sized lady to to come in there and at least make a threat in that sense, but um, she's getting better. She's slowly getting better. She was cried like a baby when she won too, which I thought was interesting. And uh, for it being the women's match and me not really caring all that much, it was all right. She kicked the shit out of Mickey James at the beginning, which was pretty cool. And by the way, Mickey looked smoking hot. Um, yeah, so that's my thoughts on that match. Um,
0: I'll say this uh, The match was better than I thought it would be I thought it would be a two minute squash Ended up going about ten I uh, thought Alexa Had her working working boots on Alexa looked great She really played the dastardly heel And did everything that you should do On her end I uh, thought Naya did good Didn't look like she heard it And um, You know it was a mismatch And uh Tim, uh Bailey actually beat Nia Jax down in NXT and the way they did it was pretty pretty good. Um okay. Well,
1: yeah, no, I'm, I know I well right, but that's that's NXT. So is that I mean, is there ever ever yeah, hope happening in WWE? So I mean, yeah, there's ways but, to do uh, it surely. It's whether they have the guts to do them or not. Is the, the question. Well, I mean, you, you could
0: do there
1: there are several ways you
0: could beat her, but Again, you know, it just depends on how fancy you want to get.
1: They did do a good job of like she worked the knee, you know, and they they did yeah. do a good job of showing. Okay, there is maybe a way for her to get her down on the ground. Don't know how the hell she ever would have mm-hmm. pinned her, but but still, they did do a good job of that. I, I'll give points. Yeah, I said yeah. it uh, for me too. It was a much better match than I thought it was going to be.
0: Yeah, same here. But uh, thought they did good. Uh, Stevie Wonder saw it coming. He saw the result. Uh so I'll go ahead and just say, you know, good match. Girls did a good job. Alexa's gorgeous. And Naya's awesome. Oh me too. And Nia's uh Naya's a pretty woman herself. So congrats to both of them
2: Alright. Uh all three of us called the be a star booking. So well done. Right result. Uh I'll have to peel it back a little more. As a 285-pound lazy man laying here on my bed. Uh, I feel I have a right to do some fat shaming. I don't agree with your assessment on the the attractiveness. I think uh, when I had one day of work driving, uh, there would be a stench to my clothing. I couldn't imagine smelling her gear after a 10-minute match last night. It sickens me to think of the under-boob sweat and every other crevice in there. Um, Yeah, she's prettier than an ugly big chick, but she ain't all that. Anyway, um, fuck politically correct. Uh, And I'm fat, too, Naya, if you hear this. And I ain't the best-looking dude right now, either, so fuck me, too. So I'm cutting myself up. We're even. Anyway, Alexa Bliss. Naya. Okay. And do and, and, uh, you want to apologize for me? Nia, if you're listening,
0: don't worry about him. You can have me. Okay. There you go.
1: And and, and will I, I will say to you, Lay-ola. I will give my
2: blessing. Um, as far as the match goes, uh, wrong again on my part. Alexa was very good here. Um, one one other uh, knock on Nia is she's very fucking dangerous, and that's because she's so strong, and so much bigger than everybody else. And she's green. She's still green, even though she had a good match. She, uh, a couple of those flinging around Mickey James looked like she could have killed Mickey James. Like the one she had heels on, and it, it made like this crazy indentation into the thing. If you watch it back, it was a little scary. And then, um, anyway, the MILF, Mickey James, trivia note or, or a little fact, if you can still find it on YouTube or daily motion, the Jenny Jones show, Mickey James before her boob job, but still pretty hot, half naked, trying to impress her high school bullies who used to call her like names, some fat bald ex-athlete still wouldn't put her over, even though she's looked hot and he looked like a goof. Anyhow, uh, Back to what we're talking about, because I get sidetracked. We all called the finish. Good booking. Uh, Alexa, again, was better than I give her credit for. I still think she's more of an actress than a heel. But, hey, maybe that's the new era. Maybe I'm old. If you act like it, and maybe from this, The Rock, and seeing it all, and maybe she'll be the first female to have a role, because she certainly is convincing in the acting Department, but she did wrestle here Worked the leg, like you said Hit that, uh, whatever fuck that move is And all that other shit, good job Thumbs up, or I don't know I might have gave it two Um, yeah, good Good except the smelly gear
1: Alright, so now we're down to the meat Of the of the card. we got three to go Uh, AJ Styles Defeats Shinsuke Nakamura for the title Or what's the title, I guess To, to retain um, hell of a match Or at least I thought so Both of those guys can Can bring it when they want to I was a little disappointed in the finish Until the swerve And then I wasn't anymore Because I was okay with it at that point um, I'm curious to see where they take that I don't know how Whether the uh, you know Him as a bad guy yeah, don't know. We'll have to have to wait and see. But uh, as far as the match goes, it was it was good. AJ Styles for me, anyway. Could uh, how did they say? Could have a match with the broom and make the broom look good. Um, and Nakamura is no slouch either. But uh, that was a it was a good match. It was a good wrestling match for me, and uh, I, I'll give that one the the two thumbs. Um,
0: AJ Styles is. Probably the single Best worker On planet earth Today Um, He never never Has a bad match And they're all different They're never the same He's fantastic He's the guy Um, Nakamura Is a great worker Uh, Again the reason He didn't win I believe is the language barrier Again Um, I think that's the reason why they're so hesitant about putting title on him. Um, as far as the swerve that nobody saw coming, the heel turn, um, Nakamura, Pearl Harbor's AJ Styles, um, really liked, uh, liked the heel turn from Nakamura. That makes him, gives him a different character. Maybe gives him a little more personality. Uh, foreigners being the heels is something Vince always loves. So we'll see how this goes. Um, I think it'll help him uh, develop more. I just wish they'd give him a mouthpiece. That's the only thing I want. Um, But love it. Love the match. Great in-ring match. Not as good as what I had hoped. But then again, the bar was set high for this one. Uh, It was a really good match, though. So not disappointing at all. Two thumbs.
2: Okay. Uh, dream match. I was quoted as saying, who's fucking dream? Ain't hey, my dream match. Happened before. Anyway, uh, Nakamura's entrance, as I predicted, was fucking awesome. I love that live guitar. I love the live fiddles, violins, whatever the fuck you people call them. I uh, just love that fucking entrance song uh, I can't even explain how much. Um, but after he hits the ring, he hasn't had a blowaway match since, uh, what's his name, uh, Sami Zayn at TakeOver. Um, AJ Styles, best in the world when he was waiting for a springboard, uh, whatever, fuck, uh flying forearm. He looked like he was barely over the ropes. I never saw his height so exposed as in that match which I'm not going to gain any fans here, but it was a very good match because those two couldn't have a bad match because they are good, but not great, not a dream match, not a match of the year, none of that garbage. And uh, two thumbs up just because they're that talented in ring work and whatever, but I hate to use Stephanie McMahon's terms about these two gentlemen. But I'm going to do it, and my other line's ringing too. By the way, I don't know if I should pick it up, but before I do, I got to say this. I think those two are B plus players.
0: No, yeah, I absolutely not. My absolutely other line's not. ringing.
2: Hold on, hold on, hold
4: on. Beep. Yo, you fucking assholes! I was listening for about fucking two hours or something now, and you know, I don't even give a fuck about Tim and Nate right now because this fucking TR infuriated me. I'm fucking Scott, if you don't fucking remember. I called, I don't know if you recognize the voice, but he's fucking anti Japanese, anti Asian, whatever the fuck he is. You know what I did after last night's five star classic? It was a dream match. I dreamed about it before, during, and after. And I jerked off to it because, listen, Shinsuke Nakamura is top three in the world. AJ Styles is top three in the world. Ocon is top three in the world. Okay? Tanahashi's is top three in the world. Okay? Matt Seidel is top three in the world. Kenny Omega is top three in the world. Um, anyway, they're all top three in the world. Nate, that favorite is top three in the world you fucking idiots. Not you guys, that fucking TR. I was in the fucking stadium, right? And it was so fucking over that it was shaking. The fucking thing was shaking because everybody knows that the fucking country of Japan is deciding Of Canada and the United States together. And Ricky Dozan is bigger than Mahan Ali, Michael Jordan, Hulk Hogan, and fucking Babe Ruth combined. You fucking asshole TR. I was in the fucking stadium. Get it, fuckhead? I fucking saved all year from my job at Arby's. And after my merch from New Japan World and all my pictures of Okada, Because he's top three in the world. Actually, he's the best of all time. But... I hate this fucking ragged on Nakamura just because fucking TJ or TR or whatever his name is, it's a rate kick, and that match was, did I, did I rate it, it was seven stars, it was slightly ahead of Omega Okada 3, and I believe there should be a trilogy on Wrestlemania, Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, fucking In Your House, everything that they do currently, and is the best, and that's all I got to say, man. If he pisses me off, I might call you guys later, but TR fucking sucks. In fact, I'm going to go make a fake profile and troll him because he thinks he's a public figure, and only two people listening to you guys. It's me and some other guy who emails everybody to say he hates TR, and he doesn't even think about him. Fucking idiots. I hate TR. I just fucking hate him. Bye.
2: <laughs> hey. Uh I don't know why we got to hook this system up to where it calls to the fucking
1: I think to the, God is a hacker.
2: I don't know what's going on. It should call directly to the the you know oh our distributor and some somehow callers get through <laughs> on my other line which is unfortunate because <laughs> I miss, I always miss what they have to say. And I'm sure it's like, you know, I'm it's sure we got a really nice, especially with individual. wrestling. Yeah. I'm sure it's a smart wrestling fan and we could have a nice oh, yeah. back and forth.
1: <laughs> you can't imagine the crystal clear voice and what eloquence he has.
2: Yeah. So, uh, you know, sorry, oh, R, if I missed you, um, <sighs> you know, but you can follow me on Twitter at that TR shock and, and, Whatever you want to, whatever you talk about with Nate and Tim, I'll I'll be sure to get right on. I
0: love Japanese. <laughs> and I'm sure fans. you ha- I'm sure you have
2: I'm sure you have, <laughs> sure you have a bunch of followers <laughs> as well.
1: <laughs> I don't know how many Japanese fans we've got, but we do have some. So they're either dying or they we won't have any by next week. One or the other. Have to keep an yeah, eye on them. <laughs> we'll have to see if we if we gain any viewers there or not. <laughs> All right. It is uh, 11 o'clock My time uh, We've got half an hour left And we've still got two shows to do on WrestleMania, or Two matches to do on Wrestlemania So let's try to finish that up At least before we get too much further down the road uh, This one shouldn't probably take long uh, Braun Strowman And the great new WWE find Nicholas Defeat Chalmers and Cesaro To win the titles Um while this was an extremely good, feel-good moment, and I don't think anybody's going to argue that the press and the media and all that that they got from that move was amazing, uh, I'm still trying to figure out why they did it. From the wrestling, like, did they have some kind of plan for this that fell through, or did they just never, ever get to the point where they came up with one worth doing, so this is what they did? Um, uh, hats off to the bar for being part of it because that's kind of I suppose it could be taken as a bit of a slap that you not only lost to one guy but you lost to one guy and a kid even though he had nothing to do with the match but um, it was just kind of strange but I have to admit I I did pop for it and I did laugh harder I saw there during uh, uh, during Raw where he um, where they interviewed him and he he had to uh, get back the title because he uh, grade four was a priority. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of cute, but other than that, I'm not yeah. sure why they did this. But but I'll, I'll, I'll hats off to them for doing it. But I'm just not really sure why.
0: Um, breaking breaking news: um, the uh, stroman Nicholas tandem had to relinquish the titles due to wellness policy violations. Uh Nicholas tested positive for some things that he wasn't allowed to have. Um, so that's a definite downer there. Uh, bright career the, streak at Mania now. Is it one so of the for was, Nicholas? Uh, the rumor was
1: adult Just multivitamins. Just say not Nicholas. Yeah. Adult multivitamins was the rumor.
2: I yes. noticed he was a little vascular last
1: night, but I thought it was my TV. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he did say he did say during the interview too that they were gonna, they would be back when he graduated high school to retake to take the titles back, and somebody was gonna get a. I believe he said a taste of his fists, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah,
0: he said some. He said someone was gonna get these hands. Um, yeah,
1: that's what it was. I heard
0: Nick, I heard Nicholas didn't work well in the match. They told him uh, he was gonna get juice, and he requested apple, but nobody really understood. So it was kind of lost on him. Uh,
2: Sound <laughs> <coughs>
1: oh. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty well cool done. I had thought it was pretty yeah. cool. It,
0: yeah, and uh he was referee John Cohn's son, I believe is what they said. Uh so yeah. Uh Corey Graves made the call on the night. He said, How is this kid gonna defend the title? Doesn't he have like algebra or something? <laughs> Yeah. Cracked up. But uh I, well it was good. It was good for what it was.
2: I'll leave it at that. Okay? So. Uh I thought I thought uh David Cohn used to pitch in baseball. I didn't know he's a referee now. Anyhow, um yeah, I I, I hated this I got that. um I uh I'm glad it wasn't my prediction of big show. I had a feeling it was gonna be a letdown. My secret hope was Enzo and then they could do something with the odd couple or whatever but it was Nicholas and you know like you guys said it was a nice little moment and this that and the other well you
1: know once again this was done purely for uh, media and the public you know the, the, the take of the company and what a feel good moment and you two can have a feel good moment when you think of the things that they could have done in this spot yeah and that's what they chose you know that's what they ended up doing is kind of lame from that perspective but
2: um since since we you know been bothered by um, the arkansas and i mean Chicago they, and they the... could have
1: pulled scott out of the crowd and he could have laid That's a, what I'm talking about he was there live yeah he could have turned that into a 14 star japanese Braun Strowman special. Yeah, so we, we wasted a lot thing of time. That gets me,
0: the thing that gets me. is there were so many indie workers in that crowd they could have grabbed. That's True.
1: what I'm saying. There were so many. There were so many ways they could have went with it. And they didn't. And it, you know, it's There again, it makes you wonder sometimes what they think down there. But. But I get why they did what they did too. So.
2: I didn't like it. Maybe I'm a, a fucking dick because... Yeah, kind of a Maybe I'm a fox, dick.
1: So understand I that. didn't like
2: it because... Uh, there wasn't no Asian. And he wasn't pretty,
1: Asian, you know.
2: I don't know what you're talking about, but... Um, Nick- Nicholas
1: was, was the white
2: and, guy. And you can't prove that because Tiger, Tiger Woods is Asian, too, and nobody knows that, really. At least they don't <laughs> announce it that way. Anyhow. Um, yeah, back to the match. I didn't like it. Uh, all they did was... You know, double, suplex, and Nicholas was trying to stay out of the way. He Obviously, when he tagged in, it, it became clear that, not that it wasn't already, that he was part of, he was a plant um, to tag back out or whatever. And I was just let down that they didn't have some kind of, like, surprise with all the build. It was a surprise, but not the kind I wanted. Um, they relinquished the titles tonight, which we'll get to in a bit. So, all for maybe. nothing, I guess, but may, maybe that'll finally get the revival started. If it doesn't, if they get hurt again, I suggest they fucking leave because they're cursed. It's, it'll take too long to get them over <laughs> a third time. So, anyway, but I'm skipping ahead. Didn't like it. Uh, in-ring action was probably the worst of anything that particular night off the top of my head because there was no real anything that you, the I three of us agree. didn't do. Yeah.
1: Okay, well, so it was
0: right.
3: what well, the uh, in rank?
0: That, What? The again. Again. That that match was way more enjoyable than what we're about to talk about.
1: Well, that's a matter of opinion. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Mister Lesnar defeats Mister Reigns for the Universal Title. We'll have to retain the Universal Title. Um, I'm scratching my head on this one. As I'm trying to figure out, although some of that became more clear as we were under the under the assumption that the uh, Brock was done. Now it turns out he's not, because um, they really let him beat the living pejiosis out of him, and he didn't really. At no time did it ever appear to me that he was that Reigns was ever going to win that match, and he just kept f fiving him to death, which. Admittedly, it's a kind of a cool move, but it really isn't. After the what five or six that he got, then he busted them open, which I thought was a WWE no, no. Obviously, they I must they must have done that with the okay of the of the back. But I did read today that that was part of the um, dispute that he that uh, Brock had with uh, Vince was that he went off script. They didn't say what he went off script with, but then he changed the ending a bit. I don't know if that uh, blood was part of that or not. Um, I guess they gave the fans what they wanted. I mean, Roman Reigns got totally destroyed. and But I kind of wonder why you were you know, there again. They, they build them up and build them up and build them up, and we say, well, turn him heel. They don't do that, and then they crush him. I I don't get it. And it wasn't a very good match from a wrestling standpoint. But that was neither here nor there, but the fans seemed pleased with the result, so maybe that was what they were going for. Uh and eight. This
0: was the single worst WrestleMania main event of all time. It was awful in terms of storytelling. It was just a guy being reckless in the ring, just throwing a dude around. You killed his finisher. Got granted. They wanted Lesnar and Reigns to both look like badasses, and they did. If that was your goal, you got it. You made the F5 look pointless. Six of them. Pointless. You bust Roman open the hard way. Uh, nobody gave two shits about the match. They were chanting, this is awful. Um, Nobody cared They assumed Reigns would win They swerved But now the title is part time Title's not on the show I don't agree with that Um, Didn't like the match Two thumbs way down on this one Um, It's time to get the belt off Lesnar And it's time to uh, Do something different with Roman Because it's not working This was the match that nobody gave a shit about. Nicholas was more over than this match.
2: May I have the floor, sir? You
1: may. Absolutely.
2: I'm merely an advocate. Anyway, um, Paul Heyman has a huge hand in the booking of Brock Lesnar matches. He lays them out more so than the wrestlers themselves. Uh, Big move, big move, big move. It wasn't any different, in my opinion, than any other Brock Lesnar main event, whether it be Orton, Cena, Triple H. Suplex City, bitch. Um, The one thing I will definitely agree with you, and I didn't even think about this as a word, but reckless was definitely something I'll say. I agree with you with. Lesnar was reckless. First of all, he did an overhead suplex and didn't take him all the way over and and almost broke Reigns' neck outside the ring. Then he clears clears the German announce table for apparently a spot to go to the German announce table, I would think, but skips it. And, uh, you know, I might be confused with spots, but he he skipped the table at one point. And, And then he does this belly to... Because I know he got speared and all that shit, too, <coughs> on the table. But but he did this belly-to-overhead, what looked like, and then he decided to stop and just push Reigns' face into the different table.
1: Yeah, that was the was hard spot. Odd. I
2: thought he that, was going to
1: try to that, pull that. Him through the table. but
2: So the reckless stuff, yeah. But um, it, it was not any different than any other Lesnar main event that I ever saw, other than the crowd was disinterested. They said, this is awful. And they also said, they also had beach balls and they also said CM Punk and whatever else you could imagine. But it wasn't the whole crowd. There was 70,000, whether we think it or it was 78 or 73 or 71, 71, at least 70 and a good 40 of them were just fucking families and shit. Like the other 30 vocal ones you could hear, but there were people watching the match too. And, (laughs) <laughs> they, they they worked uh, a, a Lesnar style squash match, and everybody thought, and that's part of the reason they shit on it, that it's Roman going over, and the swerve they had Rock or Rock, Brock go over clean, So what happened in the ropes with the sound down to me was a typical Brock Lesnar main event with a different finish. Therefore, I thought maybe overrated a little last night with the two thumbs up now that you brought the Reckless to my attention, but I would definitely give it one thumbs up, especially uh, considering the blood as well. I believe you never know with Heyman, McMahon, Lesnar, and whoever he works slash fights that blood's a no-no, but... They could hard way on purpose, which is very easy, over the eyebrow. Or where he did it, he threw stiff elbows, maybe a, a Roman prepped with a little gash under the hair, and then he just opened it up with those very stiff elbows. Another reckless thing, though. Could have knocked him out doing that. Um, but a crimson mask, I thought that was pretty cool for the first time on Roman's face. That dude bleeds pretty good. you got to give him that. And, uh, yeah, he
1: looks He looked scary, too, when he was covered.
2: Yeah. And and, and as I said, uh, Brock gets the pin, which nobody expects, because Dana put out there, and I fell for it, hook, line, and sinker, to come back. Dana's in the audience, shown another red flag that I was swerved, but I didn't even think of it. And, uh, you know, okay, uh, if it was switch positions, like I alluded to earlier with the Rousey finishing sequence, uh, people wouldn't have shit on it as much, and they would have went home happy because that Rousey and Angle fucking thing was so good. Um, so I liked it. Uh, they already, and you know we're gonna cover this, and I hate doing jumping ahead, but it 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 goes into the review of the match once I see where they're heading. They probably I don't know if you guys know the details of the re-signing, but if that altercation was real and he re-signed, he re-signed because he's a douchebag. Rock, that's not a work. He is a douchebag. And if he re-signed, he probably got the biggest single one-month contract in the history of sports entertainment to go to that fucking Middle East, which I know you had to pay him a bazillion dollars to do And he'll drop it there where the fans aren't smart and they do cheer the good guy, even though Roman, good guy, you know, it's hard to say with a straight face, but a Saudi Arabian crowd is like 50 years behind us. They will cheer every baby face and perfect place for him to drop it. And they already gave away the backlash or whatever the fuck the next thing is fast lane. One of them jabron things with Samoa Joe. So, They are going full steam ahead. Vince is being stubborn. Reigns is his champion. Joe's the next guy he's going to beat. Joe ain't winning the fucking title. And love it or leave it, you got to get used to it. And that's part of the reason why I said I'd sell my WWE stock right now because Roman Reigns is your guy. It's just the way it is. And unless Vince croaks between now and Saudi Arabia, Roman Reigns is your guy. Uh, good night, to everybody, from WrestleMania. That's all I got to say.
1: All right, well, I'm trying to I'm trying to dig up anything on this Lesnar signing, but of course, it's terms were not released. Nonsense as usual. So, um, for all we know, that could be a month. It could be a date at a time. It could be. I mean, they've done it with him before, where he signed for you know. Two pay-per-views and ten appearances, whatever they decide to make them. You know, you really don't know. But we—I well, I know for sure he's not—he's not, he's not going to come back full-time because he's not into that. So um, it well, just seems like a strange uh, Nate's, decision to
2: Nate's, make. Nate's not high on this whole thing, and I'm not going to try to change his mind because that's his opinion. But um, it's time, in my opinion, <clears throat> factor in tonight's show, and I think tomorrow's show will have some different surprises too. To, to kind of let those guys go. It's time to let take the training wheels off the other guys. Uh, let them swim in the deep end of the pool. Cena can be, you know, part time and do his movies. Lesnar, just get rid of him. I mean, you pay him a bazillion dollars. He, he's not gonna. He's an attraction. He's a draw. Yeah, but w- what's the use? Well,
1: but is he? Is he in the sense that? I mean do, do, does WrestleMania sell out whether Brock Lesnar's on the card or not?
2: Well, I mean I see the way you're going but we don't know because we you know, we like I uh, the point you're, you're actually proving my point in a in a in a in a weird way because there, it's it has a lot of layers. It's time to go with everybody but Cena, Triple H, Undertaker, Brock Lesnar, it's Randy Orton even. <laughs> All the old well, guard. Not, they can still have but, yeah, jobs. Because they're but, not
1: making they're not the, who do they have <coughs> that is coming up that can take any of those spots right now? Nobody. They need to make some.
2: Uh that's why I said I would sell the stock, but maybe uh, you know, maybe they'll pull a rabbit out of their ass and
1: well, find I'd a CM say, Punk but, and Daniel
2: Bryan in the rough you know, I don't I mean, know. Lately
1: mm-hmm. their way of dealing with things is they go and sign you know, in the last couple of years anyway, they go and sign guys like Styles and people like that, but there's none of them really left. Uh That's I mean, not there's much. some good indie work there's some good indie workers, don't get me wrong. But I don't know that there's really I mean Nate would know more about that than me. I don't know if there's anybody out there that you know, that could they could sign that in two months can be headlining a WrestleMania and draw. I don't know. Um still a lot of good
2: wrestlers out there, but it's hard to peg anybody that would draw like that.
1: I'll tell you the I guy
0: who—I'll uh, tell you the guy who could step up easily. Braun Strowman.
1: Yeah, that's right in front of our yeah, eyes. If, fairly if they if they let him. No, no, you're, you're right with that.
0: Um, he's, probably, just, he's, he's probably we the know that WWE has a long
1: and. They have a long and storied history of not letting go of guys. And their thing is when we're in trouble, we dig back into our past and bring out the oldies. But the oldies are starting to get to the point where even I'm starting to not care about the oldies anymore. And they're going to have to do something because they're running. You know, the crowd keeps getting younger and younger, and they don't really care as much about the undertakers and Cena's and that sort of thing. They got they gotta make some they gotta make some baby faces and they just seem to have forgotten how to do that for some reason.
2: And it seems like Stephanie's steadfast on she is her father. She is her father of the next twenty years. And that to me is uh is not a recipe for a, a million dollar
1: company moving upward in, in revenue. I mean, we'll see what they do next week, I guess. Like, I was awful disappointed in Raw this week, but I like, see why, because they don't really want to push anything. Can you too hold far on for before. a minute? Hold, hold on one second.
4: Boop. Hey, one more fucking thing before I turn this shit off. First of all, I don't even like basketball. So, fuck you, Nate and Tom. I don't like hockey. Fuck you, Tim. But I didn't finish my whole fucking point because – do you know Dave Fray that? Have you ever heard of fucking Dave Pray that? Have any of the three of you went to a Shimmer show? A fucking Shimmer show? I traveled for three days for the last Shimmer. I've been there since Shimmer number three in Chicago, Illinois. I saved up all my Arby's money plus my part-time job as a car wash, car washer. And I... No, Dave Frazak on a personal level. Well, actually, he waved to me because he's... So, uh, anyway, I don't want to get into that. But he just made a point about Stephanie, and he's probably alluding to Ronda Rousey. And if he can't see what Dave Frazak saw 10 years ago, he's fucking even more stupid than I gave credit for the first time. And it's really pissing me off. And I don't even... I was almost going to say I'm not attracted to women, but I can't say that in public because I'm pretending I'm straight with my replica belt. Anyway, Dave Zach had all the females, including Shana Baszler, Ember Sky or whatever the fuck her name's now, um, all them, Paige, Sasha DeVille, I don't know, and Stephanie and Rhonda and the revolution is the future that they praise Jack saw, okay? See you, assholes.
2: Again, guys. I don't know why the call came through here.
1: Uh, uh, I think I the, think Scott, uh, Nate that uh, the closest uh, Scott has ever been to Shimmering was probably a uh, uh, during a Twilight movie.
2: Oh, uh, he brought up I Shimmer
1: because the vam- the vampires, you know, they. they they shimmer in the light.
2: Oh, I am sorry, I stepped on a, a joke. I didn't I I w I didn't
1: realize. Oh, no, that's alright, it wasn't a very I good wonder,
2: one. <laughs> I wonder
1: what replica belts he has. I don't <laughs> oh, know. Got I, them all. <laughs> I can guarantee I you compliment. something from New Japan. Maybe something from one of the older, maybe from war or one of the ones that is no longer up and running. Scott uh, hell, of a, uh, hell of a guy Yeah uh, Where were we Oh, oh uh, The whole The brand shuffle thing um, I kind of assume That's why they've killed uh, Any great amount of storyline moving Because I have to assume that They've got some plans But then, again this is WWE So who knows Um Uh, Is there something they could? Is there people that need to be moved? And if so, is it going to help, or are they going to stack up raw with all the, all the happies and leave SmackDown with the, supposed leftovers and watch them make a better show, as we always say.
2: I don't know. Yeah, you go first. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, it's basically what's going to happen. SmackDown's going to be good, and they'll have less talent, like they always do.
1: <clears throat>
2: I think it's uh, well, basically that's
1: tradi- Vince. Go ahead. Go, ahead. That's a sure point. go that's traditionally what they've done. The brand shifts have usually been to move whoever is more over over to Raw. Or at least in the company's eyes more over. And to push the lessers down to smackdown, but or will um, or will we see some more NXT people make the jump?
2: I think it was last year. I don't know. Nate would know the year. Ambrose ended up over there and uh whatever probably last year.
1: It. He got
2: and Yeah, uh, whatever the fuck happened. But uh, um they had a cool it it almost it wasn't real good like when hey, when Heyman wrote it, but it was better for like maybe four or five weeks. Angles and shit Excuse me um, So uh, If Vince isn't paying attention And he's uh, he probably doesn't even know his own storyline The man's fucking old um, And uh, that's You know You can't be father time no matter how good Your supplements, diets and whatever else he takes Says so Unless he does the stem cell down in Panama But that's a whole nother hour story Um, Anyhow He's got to be losing some uh, I heard he was losing some brain stuff A few years ago But apparently he's still Pulling all the triggers Making all the decisions Um, The shakeup He might not even know that he already has Reigns against Joe For whatever fucking thing But they're they're putting the brands back together Which are less matches And I I do think we're going to see some cuts too which we allude to, I think, on another show. Um, and I think he's just going to, that night he's just going to do some shit that, because Michael Hayes and uh, fucking John Laurinaitis, if he's still there, maybe he ain't even still there, whoever all his yes-men are now, um, Arn Anderson, yada yada, they'll all be like, "Yup, sounds good, even though they know that it ain't, but they're making big cash, so fuck it. And it'll be storylines that already started. It'll be like Joe on one and Roman on the other, even though they're scheduled for a match on one brand and shit. So, uh, I think Uh, it'll take... uh, All the pay-per-views are co-branded now. Yeah, I mean, so, in a sense, that doesn't really matter in the big picture, but I think it'll still be disorganized and like a bumblefuck, and in a, a couple weeks you might get some good television if you actually let, uh... And I know I favor this guy because he's, you know, he's been nice to me, but, and maybe, maybe that's a, a bias. But it seems like when he actually let Brian James slash Armstrong right smack down that it was uh, a decent show uh, because he wasn't really paying attention. But then when he pays attention, he cuts everybody's ideas in half, and then at the Vince show and Vince guys get pushed, i.e. Jinder Mahal with the new body. I mean, you guys are familiar with the story that Luke Gallows when he came back, Vince didn't even know that he was Festus and he was employed there before. He he had, doesn't uh, surprise but,
1: at all.
2: Yeah, Vince didn't even know and he was there for like, I don't know, a year and a half, two years on the SmackDown every week, uh, with Terry Gordy's son. And uh he didn't even know it was the same guy. So he's he's
1: he doesn't he have all He very much of lives now. in a bubble. He lives in a bubble. <clears throat>
2: Plus, you know, there, and that's,
1: the, that
2: clock, he can the clock is ticking. Money. The clock is ticking, and he's got to be investing his time in that fucking football shit too, and he's got to be doing the research on that. So, I, uh, like I said, I would sell my stock. I don't know not, nothing about money, but I know a lot about wrestling, and well, i got a fucking shitload of shares, get rid of them now and the then buy them back is, when they're
1: cheap. The rumor is still there that they that they've that the plan is to buy it back. So maybe they are, you could be well right, maybe they're intentionally driving it into the ground to some degree so that it's not worth as much, and they buy up all the all the shares, and all the common shares anyway, and uh, they own the company again and they make it unpublic, and they can go back to doing what they did best, which was not be politically correct, and yeah. when people used to watch Because, I mean, then, if three I have to be honest, I haven't watched Raw from start to finish for a long time But after today, I know why Because, good lord uh, I kept a stopwatch going Well, not a stopwatch, but I kept track In the first hour There was eight minutes of wrestling in the first hour eight. I mean, that matters
2: That matters to a lot of people But that doesn't matter to me uh-huh. It doesn't, say? it
1: doesn't. We talk about, they talk about, oh, the show's too long. Oh, they don't have enough talent to do a three-hour show. What are you talking about? I read that on the internet almost every day. They don't have enough talent to do two shows. They don't use anybody.
2: Uh, I don't want to go out of turn. Are we having a discussion or are we going on want time?
1: Yeah, it, uh,
0: it was the night after Mania. Uh, so they weren't part of
1: it, obviously. But
0: schedule. Um, normally, you get one really solid match uh, per night. Um, so if you watch next week or the week after, judge it then, because that'll be more the norm. The night after Mania is more about just, you know, it's more laid
2: back. And I'll try to be it quick. Used to be... Four, uh... Go ahead. Go ahead, Sam. No, no, you go
1: ahead. I was going to say, for me, anyway, it used to be that Raw was what you watched to find out what was going to happen on pay-per-views. Pay-per-views was where you got surprised, where they did their big shit. and But now to me, Raw is just a big commercial of I don't even know what. And there was no point to anything I saw tonight. None. At least for me. That I couldn't. That I did. Uh, that I needed. That I needed to spend three hours watching it. That I couldn't have got from reading their website and watching two videos for five minutes.
2: All right. Well, uh, back back to the, where I'm at, and I'm not like any other wrestling fan, including you two guys. Um, several weeks ago, they had Seth Rollins Gauntlet fucking in the ring for like the first two hours, and he was working his ass off and all that shit. I hated it. I mean, I didn't hate it. I respected it. But I would have rather saw fucking Enzo say, my name, bada-boom, coolest guy in the room. Like, that's what I like. I mean, I can't change what I like. Uh, I'm not a match guy because matches aren't real. Um, If they're a pay-per-view like last night where I suspend my disbelief, cool. But I don't care what they do as long as it's entertaining. Um uh, where was I going? Who, who cares where I was going? I just wanted to get to that point that I don't like wrestling matches that much unless it's build up pay per view that you know delivers. Um, I probably meant something else, but that's it. But we we we, as always, we belabored uh, one topic. So let's kind of let's kind of try to get through Raw with a. Is there a way we could just give it a quicker comment, like maybe one sentence comment? It would have, and I know
1: I'm the to It'll have to be awful quick because we're already into extra time.
2: Uh, did you guys hear anything from New Orleans over the weekend? Because I, I plugged that. I, I, last time we didn't say anything. Um, uh, downloaded games, Twitch. Tommy Dreamers saw some of that show. Uh, Rock and Roll Express, Spirit Squad, the same. It was 11.59 oh, at night on the I think, or Saturday. Uh Brian Cage, Austin Aries, Brian Cage, if, if uh, he's a guy that I see money in, but hes I don't know if he can pass the wellness test. Um, Sammy Callahan with all the buzz of hitting people for real with baseball bats. Did a job for <laughs> Willie Mack. Uh, all those guys were on, like, 30 shows. Joey Janela's spring break. I don't even know who Joey Janela is as far as, like, if, if I saw him on the street, but heard him talk on... Cabana, that fucking stupid thing he did with Danzig, or Zandig, I'm sorry, the singer's named Danzig, where he jumped off a roof into a flaming truck, he chopped off part of one of his fingers, which is a retarded for a wrestler to do. But besides that, his attitude, he's supposedly a pretty good worker, and people kind of like him. So, uh, young and dumb, always have to look at that missing body part from that shit. So hopefully he gets away from that, and you know. Obviously he's building an audience. Uh Walter was a big star of this weekend, the Austrian wrestler who's actually coming into WWE through Evolve and Progress and all those relationships they have. Six four, when we're talking about future guys, maybe, I don't know. I never lost I heard all he does is chop the shit out of people and power them Keith Lee's a big black dude. Um, agile as shit. Uh, he worked Cassius Ohno at Access and then worked one of the Indies so he's in he's on his way in maybe they're the guys that they're looking as the next big stars I don't know um a lot of girls were in New Orleans a lot of hot chicks in wrestling nobody banged yeah. anybody that I heard of so I guess that's all I got from from New Orleans uh Sorry, oh R O H our friend Ian Riccobani, our friend Carrie Silken, uh Bubba Ray, the night of or the night after the Hall of Fame, murderized cheeseburger and so he's still not content with being a retired uh Hall of Fame guy. He's still gotta be out there. And whatever. Um not into him. Uh Cody tells everybody he's the best in the world. I think he's far from it and uh, 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 Young Bucks are now lifting weights heavily, which is there must be a reason behind that. Um, Maybe for all-in, I don't know. After this all-in in in September, we'll kind of get a a state of wrestling in general, I think, um, going into, I guess, Survivor Series. Would that be correct, Nate? September is uh, normally
0: around the time
2: they do. Uh, they
0: do Hell in a Cell in October, Survivor Series in November. Uh, September. Okay, so we got we one of the, the random pay-per-views. I think nine of Champions. We, it's after Survivor. We got slogan. all
2: all in with a big arena, trying to code, Bullet Club guys, basically Omega, uh, Bullet uh, Cody, Young Bucks. You'll see the, the the little gray screen all in of people here and there. Tessa Blanchard, I think, is on the card, and I don't know who the fuck they else. Just, but uh, a lot. They just signed Okada to appear. Okay, Okada. Great. That 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 means nothing to me, but I'm sure it means something to some people in Chicago. <laughs> so uh, anyway, um, we'll see how they sell that building. I know they're they're begging CM Punk. He'll be coming off that second fight and possibly retire from UFC. Uh, if they get him, they'll sell out anything, I believe. I really do. But if they don't, they won't, I don't think. But we'll see. And uh, Impact Wrestling had a fucking show against Lucha. I guess the only big news out of there was... Uh, Everybody's cutting ties with Alberto and he'll he'll probably be he'll probably if he doesn't get help probably be dead soon and even though I wasn't a fan of his persona, he's a good worker and I don't like to see anybody die, so I hope he gets help. Alright, uh let's zip through all after I tried to make some kind of uh, other promotion commentary.
0: Hey, um, I think I think some I can sum up Raw pretty quick uh, a typical night after Mania Raw, the crowd was rowdy And they put him over I don't necessarily agree with Putting the crowd over Because then the crowd tries to hijack the show Become the star, but Nevertheless uh, Rousey Put Stephanie in an bar again I, Okay don't know, don't know why, but okay Um you had uh, the tag team matches that were quick, setting up the Revival against uh, Matt and Bray, which is... I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully the Revival will go over. I'd like to see the bar against the Revival it would be a good tag match. Um, Love the promo with Nicholas and Strom. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, Miz and... Balor and Rollins are going to end up doing another Intercontinental title thing, just carrying that over. Um, they had the six-man Jeff Hardy came back. Uh, so cool, he's bagging healthy, and he did a promo with talking to Bray and Matt. It was really awkward, but it was really funny and enjoyable. That I liked it. That
2: that I liked because it, it gave some, at least, sometimes WWE just skips explanations of shit. They at least yeah. had a little bit of an explanation as to okay, Matt's gonna be with Bray now and Jeff's gonna do his
1: thing. But he's yeah. still Brother Nero. He is Brother Nero. Yes. Yeah, so they didn't they didn't kill uh, him the whole thing. Elias came out and
0: got over like a million bucks and Again. he couldn't get food if he tried and he tried hard. Yep. Um, Bobby Lashley returns, which was spoiled for me. Earlier in the night, because people don't know. Hey, maybe somebody doesn't want to know what happens on the show. Maybe they want to be surprised. Um, Ember Moon debuted, which we all saw coming. Authors of Pain debuted, which we all saw coming. Uh, Ellering is not going to travel with them, which kind of sucks for me, but he's old, so I get it. Um, so, uh, I'm trying to think if I missed anything. Uh,
1: believe that's it.
0: And Rumble was kinda whatever. It was not it was memorable. Only, there, just a few
1: there was only one more thing few
0: predictable debuts. Uh,
1: and they kinda oh, closed it insane. over. And I was kinda was surprised insane. they didn't handle it differently. Um, the Page retirement.
0: Yeah, that was weird. They kind
1: of just, was, yeah, kind yeah, it of was, no it was, it was weirdly that. done. I mean we've all I mean they pretty much it's been no secret that it was gonna have to come at some point at least in-ring anyway, but she made it sound like she was going. So we'll have to see where that goes, because then that really changes the whole uh, revolution thing there that they get going.
2: Well, uh, you know, I I just guessed at the time, maybe this isn't the case, but it probably is, because she brought up that it was four years ago that she won the title there on the night after Mania, and she probably once she got that kick from Sasha at the house showed it's on video out there that confirmed that she got re-injured worse, and that's nothing for a 25 year old chick to have. That's not good. Uh, anyway, she pro the the company probably offered that manager spot stay in their role, and she, uh, you know either her or the company probably put together that they're going back to New Orleans, and if you gotta end it somewhere that would be the best spot and you'd have time to like let it sink in like edge was dead like emotionally because his was so quick brian the same thing she had a couple months on the road with all her friends to uh kind of well, apparently ready for she
1: us. uh i i read that she's been having um emotional issues which is probably related partially to that and then all the bullshit there, where she went off the deep end with Mr. Patron. There, um, I would think she might be might be very good for her mental health, and probably helps her family out too. if She goes back home and uses her celebrity to probably help them out with their promotion, et cetera, et cetera. And you know, well, they, they got, got the, we, They got
2: the movie. They got the movie about their family. There's a
1: movie coming out which I saw a clip of, and it was fucking hilarious. At least the clip that of it was. It
2: was. That and uh, her new boyfriend is in one of those stupid rock bands. He weighs about 120 pounds and got tattoos on his neck. Yeah, I
1: still, so I don't think yeah, there's any she, shot. I don't think there's old. any
2: shot she's going back to to London. I really don't. I think her boyfriend will be her excuse.
1: Yeah, You're she right. Should. She really she really took a hit. The, the lifestyle change really was detrimental for her. She didn't deal with it very well. Yeah. But I in doubt she it. will,
2: unfortunately.
1: Well, I, if nothing else, I hope she gets some help because if she needs it, it's certainly available and she's, she should have the uh, financial wherewithal to acquire it. So hopefully for her, she's. Uh, or if, if not, she's going to go do something that she wants to do because she didn't look very happy out there <laughs> the last while. And I guess you probably uh, wouldn't be if you were in her shoes. So.
2: I, I want to add to Nate's summary. Um, Tonight they're running out of I mean they're not running out, but they were UFC, Fox isn't happy with. They were negotiating with Fox. USA, Fox, whoever gives them the best deal they're gonna go to. Uh but tonight uh was like uh I I I think they might have been this is this isn't even really like a joke and it you know, people might take it as bad, but they might even be open to go on BET because tonight was more African American and minorities than I think I've ever remembered on a Raw. Um,
1: it was a, it was an extremely No Way Jose
2: show. and Ember Moon and uh, Bobby Lashley and um, No Way Jose and just it, it was very well, diverse. The show.
1: It, it was, I mean, and that's not bad to see. As I said, as long as it's not being done on purpose. If it's being done because that's just how it works out, I'm all for it. If they're doing it just to throw the, t- and you know, that's a terrible thing to say to, But the token black person out there, then that's that's horrible. If that's the reason they're doing it, then they need a kick in the ass. The guys, just speaking of
2: horrible, Some speaking of horrible, I don't, I, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a hypocrite because one night I said I'm not going to bury anything anymore and tonight I'm burying it already uh, I hate No Way Jose I think he he should be an enhancement talent no, he's Adam Rose either. he's Adam Rose 2.0 it didn't work with Adam Rose why would it work with No Way Jose uh, and the only thing I got good out of tonight honestly I mean I, I didn't mind Rhonda and, and Steph thing with her Steph's boobie hanging out and all that stuff and a reason to get yeah, rid no. of her out of the, <laughs> get rid of her out of the spotlight. Um, but uh, the only thing I saw, uh, you know, I actually missed it. You said they advanced the Sasha and Bailey thing a little bit, and Ooh. I liked um, Lashley. Lashley's a legitimate. If that fucking Lesnar's going to stick around, now that's a match that could draw. Uh, no title just have them have a guy that's as tough as him fucking work with him, you know, and uh, maybe a cross promotion with UFC, even though lastly Lashley, Lashley was a a Bellator guy, but they're both two guys who fought for real and fake. So like to see that. And that's about the only thing I'd like to see. I'm completely
1: honest. Well, I think that about wraps her up boys. We're, 17 minutes over, 18, whatever it is. So we probably should call her a night. Uh, any final Hopefully thoughts Lashley before
0: we? Hopefully, Hopefully. Lashley try to cut any pro- Hopefully Lashley doesn't try to cut any promos.
1: That's true. He's not much You're on the mic, but. <laughs> You're a bad
0: turd.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we, uh, we, we uh, could we're talk to all night about point. how. How how bad we need managers, or at least two or yeah, three no, of them that can get stable uh, and there get there's
1: so much room for them there, and so many good wrestlers would benefit from
2: oh my God,
1: some mouth some It's mouthpieces. insane,
0: it's it's insane
1: how much a manager could help
0: like half the roster.
1: Yeah, yeah. You just till Vince gets on board, they're off the board. That's never happening, probably. But anyway, I guess that's it for another enhanced Monday night roundtable. Yeah, stay tuned for uh, Wednesday. It's going to be crazy. But Wednesday, 8 p.m. Why Men Can't Jump, Don't Miss It. Because you never know. We got to fuck this night. We got to fuck this night.
0: Big game on Wednesday. <coughs> Wolves Nuggets games. winner goes to the playoffs.
1: Well, this is only a big game for people who care about the Timberwolves.
2: It's not a big game for
1: anybody else.
2: Actually, I got to, <laughs> I got to, I got to jump in here, Tim, and and say it is a big game for playoff implications and so forth. And the eighth seed will play the Houston Rockets. It'll be one of those two, I believe. Is that the way it goes now, Nate?
0: Unless something happens tomorrow, I'm pretty sure, but if Denver wins, they're in. If Minnesota wins, they're in. They have identical records. Right now, Minnesota owns the tiebreaker. Um, If Denver wins, they will have a better record and be in. If Minnesota wins, they will have a better record and be in. The Spurs have clinched. The Thunder have clinched. Uh, The Pelicans may have even clinched tonight as well, but... Denver, Minnesota. Wednesday's game, biggest game for Minnesota in thirteen years.
1: All to be overshadowed by the opening night of the hockey playoffs.
2: <laughs> and who's the <laughs> guest Wednesday? Who's the guest Wednesday night? Uh, Nate.
0: Um. Well, not, I'm pretty sure we're going to have Conrad Thompson uh, from Something to Wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. Uh, he's going to be talking about his involvement with the Brooklyn Nets uh, when they did their thing up there. We're going to talk to him about LeBron and Nick Saban battling back and forth and Colin Sexton as well. And uh, wow. we got a guy who... And, um, we have a general board who writes for... He uh, covers the Chicago Bulls and the Terror Wolves. Um, he does a lot of writing online. Um His name escapes me at the moment, but he will be joining us as well to talk a little Chicago Bulls basketball.
2: So uh, we're going to cover them and get his take on what the Bulls need to get better. So Uh, if any of you out there are listening, last night of the regular season, if you're still listening, we're not just going to bore you with all this dopey fake wrestling. We're going to talk about uh, well, a fake sport in basketball if you're a Sam Hankey fan because he faked like he was trying to win. Uh, but anyway, um, it is a legitimate sport, and that's where we started this program, this network, et cetera. So we will be all basketball aside from a little bit with Conrad for two hours of hardcore, heavy-duty humor and basketball talk. I have a feeling T.R. Nack might return to give some basketball Humor Wednesday. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. So you must join us at 8 p.m. Eastern Time Wednesday.
1: There you go, yeah, people.
2: And we're also
0: we're also going to talk, talk
2: about the current Philadelphia
0: 76ers who just made the TR shit list. We won't give away
1: who.
2: Yes. I have a Sixer enemy too.
1: Could could we even see at some point in the future the unveiling of the it's no longer trust the process, it's the process has worked? F that. Well, that has to be coming next, right? If the Sixers win a playoff round, that's almost going to be the next thing is it won't be trust the process anymore. Somebody's going to have to advance that to, you know, that it actually has paid off. Uh, they'll still
0: say it. is for jobbers. Uh, Thanking is for jobbers.
1: Thank you.
2: And that's all. That's all I got. And the that's follow it? Follow at all right. so
1: I guess we're wrapped up. White Man Can't Jump, 8 p.m. Wednesday. Uh, Thursday, Tim and Tom, uh, tentatively at 8, barring anything unforeseen. So you can come in and get your kicks there. And uh, that's about it. So uh, that's a good night for me.
3: Peace.